Welcome to Kohler Mania. Thank you for joining us today. We are excited to have you back. I am Tanya. And I'm Michael. And we have been on this amazing series of the Beatitudes. We have gone through all of the Beatitudes, talked about them, each one. So if you've not had a chance to listen, please uh, take a minute and check those out. Um, We are doing that mini series to give an overview of each of the Beatitudes. It's just wonderful. And just praying that the Lord would bless your heart as you continue to um, learn more and apply these blessings to your life. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Michael, to give us just a little overview of what we've been talking about. Yes, we are focusing on the Beatitudes, that these should be our attitudes to reflect God's character and really help us in all our relationships, our relationship with our family, with our spouse, with our children, just our friends, makes everything run smoother if we have these attitudes. This is a part of us, this is a part of our heart, being poor in spirit, not caught up in worldliness or trusting in riches, but trusting in God, being poor in worldly success, but rich in heavenly pursuits, having a strong sense of community. Blessed are those who mourn to be able to empathize with others, mourn when others mourn, comfort those with the comfort we've been comforted with. Blessed are the meek, those who are gentle, nice, humble, who serve others, really reflect God's character of meekness. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, just love the Lord with all our heart, soul, and mind, and seek after His righteousness and seek after Jesus with all our heart. Blessed are the merciful, those who forgive and have compassion on others, provide healing for others. Blessed are the pure in heart that we have God's righteousness on us. We're not trusting our own righteousness for salvation, but God's righteousness. Blessed are the peacemakers, those who make for peace, not just passively allow peace to happen. We're assertive of actually seeking peace and looking to make peace with our brother or sister. Now we're on blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. Yes. Let's go ahead and read Matthew 5, 10 and 11. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. On whose account? On Jesus's account. And I love that Jesus has our back. Okay. He knows what it's like to be persecuted of all people. He is the one that was persecuted. He was the one that went to the cross, spat on, beaten, persecuted, and he was innocent. He came to proclaim the good news. He's the son of God. And let's look at what does persecution actually mean? There are several meanings here. And it says a pursue in a hostile manner, mistreated, persecuted, or harassed on the account of something. Run after one eagerly, hostility, and to drive away. You know, I think about Paul immediately who persecuted the Christians. And what did he do? He he ran after them. And, you know, God is amazing. Jesus was there on the road of Damascus to say, you better stop doing this, Paul. And Paul falls down, you know, and his whole life is changed because of this. And so we think about the persecution. We see our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world getting persecuted in different ways, 
even to death. We've heard about martyrs who have died for the faith, were persecuted, would not denounce Christ. They continue to press on. And we see that throughout the Bible. We see how many have gone before us in difficult situations, even to death. Um, I love what 2 Timothy 3, 12 through 13 says, indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted while evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you have learned it. That's encouraging because the Christian life is not to be comfortable But Jesus does provide for our lives. He does want us to enjoy his creation, but it is going to be hard for those who believe in the word, those who stand in the path of righteousness, those who will stand for truth in this world. Truth is hostile in this world. If we speak godly truth, we become haters of people. We're now going to be canceled people because we are not speaking the same language as the world. And that's where we stand out. Yes, persecution may come in different manners, but it is persecution is persecution, whether it's mental, whether it's physical. As a human, we desire so much to be accepted. And when we're not accepted, then we get that rejection from those that are either persecuting or hurting us or doing something that makes us feel in our hearts that we are not no longer significant. And it's really important to really understand that we are blessed because God has our back. Yes. There's something blessed about being persecuted. I like when Peter and John were arrested in Acts 4, 20, they commanded them not to speak. And their response was, we cannot help but speak the things that we have seen and heard. And then when they were arrested again, they were like, I thought we told you not to speak. And they beat them up and they left rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for Jesus's name. And I grab comfort from 2 Corinthians 4, starting with 1, where it says, Therefore, since we have this ministry, we have received mercy. We do not lose heart. And skipping to verse 7, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck and down, but not destroyed always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death is working in us, but life in you. But since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. If we truly believe, we just cannot help but speak of the things that we have seen and heard, all that God has done in our lives. Let me share that with you because I don't want you missing out on this. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. You are heading for a cliff. I don't want you to go off that cliff. Please stop and turn around. Repent means turn. If you are not a believer, please turn. And our job is to just plead with you. 
Even if we have to hold you by onto your ankles, please just don't head for that cliff. There's the free gift of eternal life if you just receive it from the Lord Jesus Christ. And even if that causes me to go in disfavor with others and to be looked down upon and ridiculed or persecuted in even other worse ways, then that is what I am called to do because I can't help but speak of the things that I've seen and heard and the gift of eternal life that Jesus has to offer all of us. And this is easier said than done, right? Like (laughs) this has got to be one of the most difficult times in our lives when we have that type of persecution. And I love how the Lord gives us his examples, especially the one that you read is one of my favorite in Acts 4, because even when they came out of the church, they rejoiced for being beaten. They were like, okay, we're moving on. We're going to continue into the next city and keep speaking about Jesus after they were beaten. Who jumps up and down and is excited for being beaten in the name of Christ and then goes on and continues on? You've got Paul. We talked about that earlier when he has that transformation. The man went through so much suffering, shipwrecks, beaten, I mean, snake bitten, All kinds of things happened to him, but I love it because when he was with Barnabas, they were preaching the gospel. And I love what he says, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Isn't that what we want? I desire that. I pray to God that I'm able to stand in those moments, because it is really difficult. And just really quickly, I had a scenario at one time at the very beginning of my conversion to be a Christian, and my whole life was changing. And I was just so pumped for Christ. And I just remember clearly this conversation. And the person basically said, you're being poisoned by that pastor that is teaching you And you need to go back to your old ways because what you're doing is not correct. And he just kept antagonizing and antagonizing and antagonizing. And at that moment, it's like, okay, Lord, blessed are those who are persecuted in my name for they shall be blessed. And I kept saying that over and over and over and just remembering like Satan, get behind me. You're trying to distract my walk. And it was hard because that person's very close to me. I'm still close to that person to this day. And they are still very antagonistic um, to my husband and I um, and <laughs> when we get together. So it becomes really difficult. But I also want to say that, you know, we are made in the image of God on earth. Our character may be diminished or canceled, but the world standards It doesn't matter because that's not our character. It's the Lord's character that we reflect as Christ followers. We are his children and we reflect his image, his image alone. And I love what Ephesians 4, 22, 24 says is to put off your old self, which belongs to your former matter of life. And it is corrupt through the deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. That is who we are. It doesn't matter if we're canceled. It doesn't matter if someone persecutes us. It doesn't matter. As long as we are walking in the word, we believe it with all our heart. We walk in it. Jesus is not going to leave us there. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He is with us. God does not lie as man does. And so we have to 
continue to know that there is a spiritual war out there and it creates us to be fearful. That is one of the emotions that the Lord has given us. And it's important for us to constantly be in prayer and to constantly know the word of God. And I love this last verse, James 1, 2 through 4. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we want as followers of Jesus Christ? Yeah, I like that. And you know, when we do the right thing, we will be persecuted. We should be happy about doing the right thing. I like what Peter and John said in chapter 4 of Acts, verse 19, said, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. Oftentimes that's our choice. Who is most important to us? Do we want man's approval or God's approval? I don't know about you, but I want God's approval. He's the one who loved me more than anything, who's willing to send his son to die for me so I could live with him forever and eternity. I want to be thinking eternally minded, not be so focused on this world, which is but a shadow that will pass away in no time. We are but strangers here in this world. We, sh- we are just passing through. We shouldn't even unpack our bags. You know, when you go on vacation, you don't even unpack your bags. You're only going to be in that hotel for a small amount of time. This is our hotel, this life. We are just passing through. We shouldn't even unpack our bags. We should have an eternal mindset and extend that internal mindset to others to want to share eternity with others, to live forever with heaven and have that desperation for unbelievers, even to the point of being persecuted ourselves. Yes. And we need to be prayerful at all times, putting on our spiritual armor. And like it says in Ephesians 6, 10, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of your might. We have to be strong in the Lord. We have to believe in his word and trust that he has us. And one last encouragement as we are ending the series of the Beatitudes. It's just been such a blessing to us to be able to talk through each one and especially this one, you know, because we are being persecuted as we stand up every day, as we speak out, as we continue to read the word, as we grow, as we set ourselves apart from the world, we are being persecuted and we need to continue to be strengthened in the Lord to trust him and to walk in him, knowing that he's never going to leave us nor forsake us, but also, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet one another as in the habit of some, but encourage one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. Hebrews 10, 24, 25. Let's keep being faithful and focus on God's word, focusing on our families, teaching our children about how persecution can happen, teaching our children about missionaries who have experienced persecution, the martyrs of the faith. These are things that we want our children to see. It does hurt us to see someone pass away, but Wow, what reward that they stand strong for Jesus Christ and our children need to know that is so important, no matter what the world says, that our children stand strong for Jesus Christ. And so our children are precious in the sight of the Lord. And we as parents are the ones who resemble that and we model that for them. So may we stand to protect 
our families, our children, ourselves as we are battling against the world, against this wicked persecution that may come upon us. We need the Lord's strength. We need the Holy Spirit. And so we praise the Lord for that. And we just keep our hearts and minds set on Jesus. How much more will the blood of Christ through the eternal spirit offer himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And so that's what we need to do is continue to renew our minds, set our minds on things of us, not things of the earth and press on in Christ. So with that, we end this podcast And we pray that you are blessed by it and that you're encouraged and you keep pressing on. Until next time. God bless.